Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And uh, we're going to start off with a few updates with respect to some upcoming fights uh, in February. Let's start off with uh, the fight going down this uh, this weekend. Carlos Cuadras uh, going toe-to-toe against Jesse Rodriguez, who came face-to-face for the first time at a press conference down in uh, Phoenix. And they're about to, to meet for the vacant WBC World Super Flyweight title at the Footprint Center uh, in Arizona. Starting off with a quick little quote here. Uh, I'm seeing uh, Carlos Cuadras saying, this is what I desire the most in the world, to be a champion again. Whoever's in my way, it was meant to be uh, rung beside, but he got sick. So we have Jesse and I'm ready. As the fight progresses, you'll see my experience show. I've seen Jesse fight. I know he's a great fighter. I'll be careful, but more than anything, I'll give him his medicine. Jesse Rodriguez, for his part, replied, no hesitation in taking this fight. Rob and I believe, and we train so hard, we know we can beat anyone at 108 pounds, 112 pounds, 115 pounds. And come Saturday night, that training and that confidence is going to show. San Antonio is going to have a great naval champion. I'm seeing for big fights. My last fight was meant to be for a world title, but that fell through. This opportunity came at 115 pounds with a WBC title. And who is going to pass that up? We are ready for this. The size is not a problem. A lot of people are saying that I have to gain weight to go up to 115 pounds. But I walk around at 130 pounds. So I had to lose weight. And I'm a big 180 pounder. So at 115 pounds, it's just going to be another beautiful performance. <laughs> Sounds like a good fight. All right, elsewhere, taking place down in uh, Dedham, Massachusetts at uh, Mosley's on the Charles. Franz, uh, the undefeated super welterweight prospect, Francis Frank the Tank Hogan, who's 9-0 with nine knockouts, has been elevated to the headliner on the St. Valentine's Day Massacre card presented by Vertex Promotions, which is taking place uh, next weekend, February 12th at Mosley's on the Charles in Dedham, Massachusetts. The cancellation of the original main event between Adrian Sosa and Zach Kuhn resulted in a few changes. Kuhn, who's 10-10-1 with five knockouts, is now fighting another undefeated prospect, James the Slim Reaper Perella, who's 8-0 with six knockouts in an eight-round special welterweight attraction. The 21-year-old Southpaw Hogan, fighting out of Weymouth, Massachusetts, has knocked out each of his nine professional opponents to date. The popular fighter was a celebrated amateur boxer, highlighted by his gold medal performance at the 2019 New England Golden Gloves Championships. Elsewhere, over in Scotland, we see that David Jameson will fight for his first title live on Fight Zone and then is then calling for a mouth-watering domestic dust-up with cruiserweight rival Ian Martell. Wrecking machine Jameson brings excitement every time he gets in the ring. The 30-year-old has five big knockouts from seven wins with just a single early career defeat on his record to highly rated Mikhail Awal in a three-round ultimate boxer bout. Up next on February 18th in Turnbury, on a Fight Academy and Connacht boxing card, the East Kilbride man will contest the vacant international boxing organization at IBO Cruiserweight title. With his opponent still being finalized, Jameson is taking nothing for granted, but says if he does come through the test, then there's just one man in his immediate sights, and that's Ian Martell. If the fight can be made, it's one that British boxing fans will love. Martell brings similar viciousness whenever he steps into the ropes. The Norfolk 
fast-paced Londoner who's 31 years old. He's unbeaten in 11. He also has five early finishes. And as it previously, that he's willing to meet Jameson. If both men can successfully negotiate their impeding fights, Ian appears uh, on a March 4th tilt in London, also in fight zone. Uh, with the pair both in the Fight Academy stable, it's a fight that could potentially be easy to make and one both should be applauded for taking. Elsewhere in Mexico, we see that Quentin Randall is going toe-to-toe -to -toe against Ivan Alvarez. A title fight between a decorated amateur boxer and undefeated professional, Quentin Randall, who's 8-0 with two knockouts, and Ivan Zerdo Alvarez, who's 31-13-1 and one with 21 knockouts, has been added to an already loaded February 24th card on the 2022 RJJ Boxing UFC Fight Pass opener. The semifinals of the World Cup Boxing Series, that's WCBS, inaugural four-man lightweight, four lightweight tournament presented by Roy Jones Jr. Boxing Promotions headlines the show streaming live and exclusively on UFC Fight Pass, the world's leading digital subscription service for combat sports, says the press release. And that's taking place in uh, Cuidad Obregón in Sonora, Mexico. I'm honestly shocked Randall spoke about fighting on this platform for a title belt. I didn't think I would get a chance like this so soon. I'm extremely happy and grateful for the opportunity. I'm a boxer puncher, which is awkward for my opponents. I'm slick and I'm smart. The 31-year-old Randall fighting out of Houston was a 2016 USA Nationals Championship gold medalist, as well as runner-up at the 2017 USA National Championships and Pan American Games. He's stepping up as a pro against Alvarez, the former WBC Youth Mundo Hispanic light welterweight champion in a 10-round bout for the vacant WBC USNBC Silver Welterweight Championship. I believe my amateur background helps me a lot, noted Randall. will be fighting in his first scheduled 10-rounder. I've been around the world and fought at the highest level. It helps me a lot. Now, the news, we see that... Uh, Kevin Lewis is going toe-to-toe -to -toe against Saul Almeida, and that's taking place at the Sheraton Hotel in Framingham, Massachusetts. Hometown favorite Kevin Lucky Lewis will make his professional debut in a grudge match against fellow Framingham fighter Saul the Spider Almeida. He's 0-14-4, one of the top MMA fighters in New England. On February 26th, as I said, at the Sheraton Hotel in Framingham, Massachusetts. Last October, super middleweight Lewis was matched against Almeida, who weighed in considerably more than the contract weight, and their fight was canceled. Lewis and Almeida will finally square off, albeit in a light heavyweight match. I weighed 168 pounds on the money, Lewis explained. He weighed in at 188. We had signed a contract two months before to fight at 168. It wasn't suggested I take the fight. I've gained 20 pounds, and I'm at that weight now. Lewis may be making his pro debut, but he sparred in more than 300 different gyms from across the U.S. and around the world, including the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, and most recently, Ireland. He says, I'm excited to finally make this fight happen after the fiasco that occurred uh, in the fall. Uh, so, well, actually said uh, Granite Chin President Chris Trilati. Uh, Saul didn't do right by Lewis in the first affair, but both guys seemed eager to fight. Once both guys agreed to fight in a much higher weight, it only made sense to get contracts out to both guys and give them the chance to fight. Whew, here's some sad news, actually. I will never box again, uh, says World Boxing Federation 
intercontinental light welterweight champion, Alfie Phillips, who swim Belgium and has been forced, forced to retire. Recently, the cancerous uh, growth and cartilage of both hips of hers were removed and doctors have forbidden her to put any heavy burden on them from now on. With those two major hip surgeries, something you would expect to hear about a 70-year-old person and not a 28-year-old professional boxer, she's now worn out uh, because she's always incorrectly trained, worked too much and heavy weights to get stronger. And because she never listened to the doctors, she consulted eight specialists in seven different hospitals and the verdict was always the same, too much incorrect training. Even running is now forbidden, she says. The last year, she's made progress with her new trainer, but the damage had already been done. Philbus made her pro debut in 2013 with a draw. She was stopped in her second fight, but this didn't discourage her, and she just trained harder to take on all comers. She fought to a draw with Miriam Delal in their first fight in France and lost on points in the rematch for the WBC silver title again in France. She lost on points to undefeated Arrow Brocknucki in Poland for the European title, uh, she fought like a Tasmanian devil, small for her weight class, always attacking, giving her all. She won the Belgian national lightweight well, ultimate title in 2015, and in 2019, she became WBF Intercontinental Champion. She had only one more fight after that, a victory in the same year, then the pain was simply too much, and she could not postpone surgery any longer. So she retires with a record of 11-5-4 with four knockouts, knowing that her best in the ring was still to come, but will never be. Well, hopefully we'll hear from her again in some other uh, facets surrounding boxing. There's probably room for her as a commentator. Anyway, elsewhere, we see that Kynock Boxing signs Cheyenne O'Neill in partnership with RF Sports Management, another young lady on the rise. Kynock Boxing are delighted to announce the signing of Cheyenne O'Neill in partnership with RF Sports Management, reads the uh, press release. Former Irish elite amateur star Cheyenne makes the transition after a, hu a hugely successful spell in the amateurs representing Ireland from 2013 until 2019. And during that time, won numerous accolades. Campaigning now in the welterweight division, Cheyenne is determined to replicate that success in the paid ranks. We congratulate her and Kynock and RF for signing her. Look forward to hearing news in her pro career. Speaking of pro careers, Nathan Heaney, could hardly disguise his delight over his signing of a two-year contract extension to continue fighting under the promotional banner of Frank Warren and Queensbury. The 14-0 middleweight from Stoke-on-Trent has been performing in Queensbury colors for his last four fights, resulting in four wins with three via stoppage. The popular 32-year-old with his trademark ring entrance has become one of the best-known and charismatic 160-pounders in the country. Now, with a new deal safely tucked away in his locker, Heaney intends to continue his winning streak while working towards his ultimate goal of taking part in a marquee fight at the home of his beloved Stoke City. Quote, it was a massive day for me with getting the new deal sorted, said Heaney, who completed the formalities with a visit to Queensbury headquarters in Hertford. Obviously, when I got signed two years ago, it was during the lockdown and it was a bit weird. Uh, it felt a bit. I've, it felt a bit disconnected. Really, being doing everything over email, I didn't have that same feeling of going down to the offices and seeing Frank. This one was mint. I am so happy with everything, and Frank was bloody brilliant. He knows I'm never going to take the mick 
And he also knows that I do my best to put on a good show and stuff. He was just brilliant, to be honest. And he has been so great with me. And he now confirms that uh, Project Potteries is underway in earnest with the plan being to showcase him on home soil. One million percent. There has always been some discussion with Stoke City and some dates have been postponed, uh, proposed, sorry, but I don't know if they might be too early in the year and Stoke are having some renovations done. That was the main objective, what we're speaking about really. We've got the two years and six fights in place. So in between that, we'd like to get to the Bet365 Stadium in there. I'd love to fight around here anyway, but the issue in Stoke is there are no venues. The only one I would want to fight is at Kings Hall, but it's a, a 1300 capacity. And Frank knows I can sell pretty much double that. Before any glorious homecoming, Heaney will be back in action soon. And he reports that a number of competitive names have been put forward. We've talked about names and uh, who'd like to fight. And there's some really good lads in there, but also winnable fights and hugely competitive. It's about building my profile as we go along, because that's what we've done in Stoke. It's unique. And there are not many cases where a proper city just gets behind you. This is a story where you have to get a lad from the small scene, followed by 60 people, <laughs> to being one of the main people in Queensbury. It's a crazy tale, especially at the age of 32 as well. Well, congratulations to him. Let's move on to uh, some quotes from uh, some fighters on the undercard of the Keith Thurman, uh, Mario Barrios fight. Uh, we are talking about Jesus Ramos, who says, you know, after a little bit of his introduction there, uh, his, uh, I love that he's durable. He has a rough style, and that makes an exciting fight. It's a challenge, and I like challenges. There's going to be a lot of action on this card. He likes to come forward, so I need to keep him at a distance and control him with my jab. I also believe that I can cause damage to my left. Either way, it's going to be, I'm going to be ready to adapt. In my last two fights, I've grown a lot. Not all disputes are going to end in knockouts. I know how to adjust. I know how to box. If I have to do that Saturday night, I'll be ready. Vladimir Hernandez says, I'm going to be on the lookout for anything he brings. I'm ready to provide an exciting fight, but we'll also be prepared for whatever he gets in the ring. I'm up for this challenge. I've had tremendous, I've had tremendous sparring with self-pause and training. This is going to be back and forth, and the fans will be enjoying it a lot. I'm going to give as good as I take I am so excited to have this opportunity to be on the stage on a car like this. I want to thank my whole team and Ramos for giving me the chance to shine. Uh, for other uh, quotes and news, you can go to the boxing247.com website. There's a lot more information there on all these stories that I've read you, mainly the, uh, the main points. Anyway, thank you for joining me. That concludes this episode. I'll see you later on at uh, 4 p.m. on uh, Knuckle Up with Mike Gore at 4 that's 4 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And uh, then later on, we'll see you at uh, 7 p.m. with uh, Tim Witherspoon and friends for the Friday night panel. Thanks for joining me. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification bell.